0: Hello. Welcome. Welcome to uh, And It's Writing, a live stream where two writers have a few drinks and revise some of our old writing live. Uh, If you're here, please say hi in the chat. Um, Feel free to uh, talk while we talk (laughs) and make any comments that you'd like. Um, First, a quick introduction. Uh, I'm Avery. I write adult fantasy. Um, and right now I am working on a structural revision to the next book in my self-published series. Um, I'm kind of ready to have that done so that I can start working on the publication schedule for that and move on to revisions on another work that I'm working on. Um, also for, we have a section called the Senpai Shoutout, um, which is what we're reading right now. And right now I'm reading Trail of Lightning by Rebecca Roanhorse, and it's doing a a masterclass in world building and how to drop in backstory without info dumping. So it's a really good example if you're looking at how to world build in a fantasy series. Uh, What about you, DC?
1: Hi, I'm DC, and uh, I am also a writer. Somewhat, (laughs) I would like to think. Uh, And I am a speculative fiction writer, literary. Um, uh, Right now I'm working on a uh, speculative near future um, sort of... Dystopia. But it's 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 an optimistic uh, dystopia. <laughs> <laughs> it's optimistic and fun and there are smiles and laughter <laughs> and and niceness. Okay, it's not all so bad. Uh and uh my senpai right now is still Donna Tart. I'm reading the Goldfinch right now. It's very, very long. <laughs> it's very long and uh the, the, the main character is still a child even though I expected him to be an adult by now I'm halfway <laughs> but I'm waiting I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop it's gonna happen I I just know it and um I'm what I'm learning from Donna right now is sometimes it's okay to slow down uh I think my last novel I wrote I uh, wrote it too fast <laughs> after writing a novel before that that was way too slow so now I'm kind of using her as a gauge to find my uh middle ground You're like happy as it middle. were yeah and uh today we're going to be discussing uh the old-fashioned tip uh show don't tell um in writing so <laughs> i'm not gonna say anything about that yet because i think you might want to say something first
0: yes um well mostly that um Yeah, I have a lot of conflicted thoughts about show, don't tell. Like a lot of writing advice, um, which is that it comes from a good place. There's like a reason for it, but it gets extrapolated and expanded upon and like taken as absolute gospel and taken too far sometimes. Um, So that kind of segues into our usual reminder, which is that writing's not all about rules. Um, If the rules feel really suffocating, or if they're causing you to have problems drafting, just forget the rules, get the book out. You can fix it all, figure all that out later. Um, Sometimes you need to break the rules. So this is just kind of an example of when this could be helpful. But you know, you need to kind of take it as you will for your own writing. (laughs) And
1: sometimes you're like me, and you don't even intend to break the rules, but you break them all the time anyway, because you're really bad at doing show versus tell on the first draft or the second draft, and sometimes even the third draft.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It's it is hard. hard. It is a thing that I don't care about in my first draft, to be honest. It's <laughs> something that I only care about when revising.
1: Don't care about anything in your first draft. Just oh, get no. the draft out, okay, guys? I don't even write all
0: my scenes. Sometimes they're, they're very much step 1 step 2 question mark profit um there's literal scenes where it's like eh question mark i'll figure it out later in my very first fine. draft
1: everything's fine yeah everything's fine
0: so uh that moves us into the drink segment so for this episode um i decided that show versus tell is basically one of the most classic kinds of writing advice bits of tips that you kind of hear and it is also a piece of advice that has brought many a writer to the verge of tears, leading to our beverage choice, which is writer's tears whiskey using an old fashioned, which is possibly the most classic cocktail. So I have mine. I'm going to try not to like dump my cherries all over the floor because. Oh,
1: of... look how fancy that is. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've
0: got my fancy like circular ice and my orange peel. And my very nice cherries, these are amazing. They will not last long. I've been staring at them for a little while. <laughs> Luxardo cherries are the shit. So yes. that's mine. Uh, if you've never had an old-fashioned, it's bitters, sugar, and whiskey, essentially. Uh, usually bourbon, but this is Irish whiskey. Close
1: enough. And I made the opposing drink, uh, which was... I made your old-fashioned cocktail because it is old-fashioned advice, you don't, you don't tell, and, and this is how I'm ruining it, right? <laughs> I'm going to pour all this water in it and water it down with all of my useless words, like angry and sad. <sighs> oh, and my whiskey-loving but heart is
0: like having a, <laughs> like a freak-out right now. I'm like, oh no.
1: It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> now it's you have to terrible. drink that listen here sometimes when you make a bed you have to lay in it okay (laughs) you can't edit water out
0: I guess this is like good writing advice sometimes you just got to try something and then go oh no
1: but you got to try it to know yeah so show don't tell um you know I I When you told me this was going to be our second uh, episode, I was a little, I was a little worried because uh, Show Don't Tell is one of those things where it's like, you can do it wrong really easy, or you can think that you're doing it right and be doing it totally wrong. Um, And I think that, you know, when podcasts I've heard cover Show Don't Tell, a lot of the times they, they focus a lot on the, um, you know, the wass and the. The, she felt sad. The emotion stuff, the sensory stuff. Um, but I also think uh, that it's very important to not forget that uh, show don't tell is also. If if you don't really know what this is, uh, it, it is it is the removal of exposition. Um, I think uh, you know this. This is where the the author falls into the headspace of doing that thing where they're like. I'm gonna describe the, the. I'll use me as an example. I'm gonna I'm gonna describe the big tree, that, that that is at the end of the village that you know overlooks the entire village that has you know this very strange uh, wonder about it and and I'm gonna describe how big the tree is and I'm gonna describe what it looks like you know out my window and 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 all these beautiful little details that sort of. Um, while they may sound poetic to you, um, it's actually watering down some of the stuff for the reader, um, because there are ways to, um, you know, show that tree, um, in a way that's not merely describing it, um, with, uh, exposition. Um, I actually brought an example with me today because I thought, you know, when I first started writing one of my, it was really hard for me to understand what the fuck, (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck it was? I was like, I don't, I don't understand. Okay, show and tell. Like this is a lot. You guys keep talking, and and I keep hearing you, and nothing's happening upstairs. Um, so here's a good example. Uh, I already fixed this. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna read. Uh, I've already edited this. But a good example of what we're gonna look at here is um, stuff like uh, feelings and and you know removing those words. But before we get into that. I want to talk about the exposition. There was this part in this book that I just, that I, that I'm working on right now. And there is this elevator. And this elevator is so much different than the other elevators. It looks completely different and it, and it has a light and it's very scary. And I and I wrote like, I think so many words like trying to describe this elevator to the reader. So the reader would know that, hey, this elevator is very different and it's <laughs> going to play a big it's... role later in the game. But like, oh God, I was just, just like, it was so boring. Is it and not I, like other was,
0: elevators?
1: <laughs> it's not like other elevators. It's spooky and it's copper. And it's, it's just, you know, it's very scary. Okay. Like, and then this is like, I've got like, Five, six paragraphs of me trying to convince the reader of how fucking scary this elevator is. And, you know, I, and I had all the rules and all that stuff. So, you know, and it was the rules that really slowed it down. I, you know, these, these people can't get on this elevator unless the light is a certain color. And I had to explain all that because how the hell else, how do I show that though? And then on this, um, on this round through, I edited it. These five paragraphs down of me explaining the rules of the elevator to this. I will read it now. Um, Yet, despite the hurdles I leap to avoid the copper elevators predation, there's a small sick part of me that wants to board it to return to my precious place. Hypothetically, the scenario is simple one small act of courage i could bypass all the rules hack the copper elevator somehow to board it when the light is red gain access to the lower floors and take it back down to 413. i could run to the nursery from there i know the way by heart of course there are security cameras management would ask me did you intend to board the copper elevator when the light was red and i'd say no i thought the light was green i convinced them i was sleepwalking and i didn't know where i was And that is the only paragraph that describes, you know, the copper elevator right up front. That kind of gives you the rules without necessarily saying, these are the rules. You can't for the copper elevator when the light is red. You can't do that. Instead of me saying that, I've I've given a kind of a scenario in his head that he's been thinking about. And that's kind of a way to show it without, you know, five paragraphs of nonsense. So... Completely out of context. So I hope that made sense. Yes, um, it made sense. It,
0: because it's showing through the details and the action rather than
1: just yes. saying the light had to be red. Exactly. But yeah, and and you kind of get the sense that, you know, it's 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 kind of a spooky thing. Like this, you know, it's not something that it's just boarded like some normal elevator and, and instead of saying all that, I I I wrote an example. You know, I, I I gave you a scene instead, um, and that's kind of what we're trying to do here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and my... That was a yeah. <laughs> No, It's been a long day. Yeah. <laughs> no, it made perfect <laughs> sense.
0: Um, so you talked about exposition. I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, the other side of show versus tell, which is... Um, the way that I tend to make the my most egregious offenses against show versus tell, which is telling emotion um, rather than showing it. Um, so a good way to look for this in your manuscript, once again, I don't care about this in the first draft, but in revision, you look for um, emotion words. So words like happy, sad, angry, um, you can also look for sensory filter words, like they felt, they saw, which is actually not really an emotion, but it's kind of related to that same effect, same problem. Um, also, the word was can be a flag for, t- for, sh- for telling instead of showing, but it's not always It's the rectangles or squares kind of deal. Um, We do have upcoming episodes. We have a two-parter on the word was (laughs) because it's that, like, crucial and that contentious. Um, But the easiest one is to look for emotion words um, and kind of... Feel. Yeah. No feel. No feel and no, like, (laughs) was happy or it made her sad or she felt embarrassed, which is part of the feel. Um, so we're going to see some of those today. A lot of those in the excerpt today. <laughs> <laughs> there there are wow. many. Uh, which moves <laughs> us into the excerpt. Um, I will read
1: the excerpt. You will read the excerpt. Like to-
0: um, I will switch the screen here in just a second. But I am going to give a quick bit of setup just so everybody kind of knows where we're in during this scene. Um, it's from a fantasy book, and a hunter is in the forest, and she's looking for her protege who's gone missing. So, I see. Ta-da, we are on the editing screen, so I will let you do a dramatic reading, and then we will begin our edits.
1: <laughs> dramatic reading. Dramatic. dramatic. It's more just me being, trying not to laugh at this terrible writing. Roll Those your things. eyes as
0: much as you want.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Raynan tucked a lock of her black, long black hair behind one pointed ear, glancing around furtively. <laughs> her current task made her feel sick, but sadly, it was part of her job. Somehow, she knew what had happened to O'Deary, and she didn't want to be the one to see it. A rustling of wings overhead startled her. Looking up, she saw that it was only a night hawk and felt embarrassed. Back to the task at hand, she told herself, kneeling down. In the moonlight, she could pick up O'Deary's trail again. It was difficult, since he had been one of her better students. She fought back hot tears when she realized she was already thinking in past tense. Walking silently through the soft moss and grass, she followed the trail deeper into the forest. She found it sad that she used to walk these woodlands without fear. Now her heart pounded in her ears with every step. Each rustle in the bushes brought that fear to the foreground of her thoughts. That's a long one.
0: It is a long right. one, but we have a lot of. We actually also have going back to our first episode, a couple of adverb problems, <laughs> specifically in that first sentence.
1: Yeah, we. I will. I will try to to see past those at first, and maybe if we feel like we're extra slaughterhousey. <laughs> Maybe maybe we go in and remove that. Of-
0: There's a reason that I put the initial word count at the bottom. is because we are both brutal, brutal word
1: <laughs> murderers. Apparently. Apparently. Yeah. Okay. So I think that the first one uh, obviously is one of the feels. Her current task made her feel sick, yeah. but sadly it was part of her job. Oh, now,
0: Avery- oh I have something. I have something to oh. show, to share. I have my Uh-oh. secret weapon. When it comes to the feels. Oh. Oh. This is, it's shiny. Sorry, my lights. It's called the Emotion Thesaurus. I highly recommend it. Uh, You look it up. They're not paying me for this, by the way. I wish they were. Um, You look it up, and it will have like an emotion. I'm trying to get into the camera. Oh, fuck it.
1: I am bad at this. Um,
0: But it'll have an emotion, like, for example, anticipation at the top of the page they're in alphabetical order and then it tells you physical things that happen when you're feeling it and like um, like physical cues so there's like internal feelings and then there will be like physical signals like sweaty palms so you can use this if you're like she felt sick
1: who are the authors of that again
0: um it is Angela Ackerman and Becca Puglisi P-U-G-L-I-S-I. It's The Emotion Hi. Thesaurus, A Writer's Guide to Character Expression.
1: I have four of those books. All of those thesauruses are amazing. Yes. Go buy every single one of yeah, them.
0: Yeah, there's also one. There's also two of them on character traits and one of them on emotional wounds. And they are all extremely helpful. I swear by them. They are some of my favorite reference books. So so
1: how do you, how do you use that to fix that's these? That's actually um... what I was looking at. I'm
0: not sure if... Because sick is a physical feeling, so I'm not sure if that's going to be in here. Um, no, it's, it's, this is all emotions, but we can use it for one of the later ones, um, because there are a few later ones okay. where we can use this. Um, mm-hmm. I would actually just describe when you feel sick, like, you know, your stomach turned or something like that.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, that that's an easy one. And for the reading level that this is written, I think stomach turned is... is- Honestly fine like it's not very poetic in any sense like I'm sure you could probably stick around and for days and come up with something far more interesting which is what we want you to do when you're writing don't just go with the first thing that you think of um but I think that just just that alone is is a lot better than she felt sick um because you're getting a more visceral sort of thing mm-hmm. right um now I don't actually like the second part either. Yeah, because um, that's also that's also telling. Uh, the second part would be, um, but sadly, it was part of her job.
0: And that's kind of telling in the exposition sense.
1: Yeah. Um. So it's like, how you know this book better than how do how do we um. How do we show that you know it's sadly that it was part do we even just I would should we assume that the book before this? Yes, like I I would cut it because that, it
0: has so explained it know. before this. Okay. Uh, this is so this so is from sec- like the there's like a kind of a prologue and this is like kind of the beginning of the second chapter slash first a non-prologue chapter. So you kind of know that she's been sent on this mission already
1: <clears throat> Okay. Okay. Okay, cool. So, okay, this this next... Uh, so, right now, this paragraph starts. Raiden talked a lock of her long black hair behind one pointed ear, glancing around furtively. Her stomach turned, and then we have another sentence. Somehow she knew what had happened to O'Deary. And I think <clears throat> because we're trying to change she felt sick into a more visceral thing, I would actually just merge these two sentences. So, it's like Her stomach turned thinking about um, the possibilities of what had happened to O'Deary. What do you think? I was actually. Do you have something better? Because I want to hear that.
0: Well, I was going to rearrange the whole sentence, but I'm kind of looking at it for a second. Like her stomach turned. um, She didn't want to be the one to see what had happened to O'Deary. But except. No, I like yours better. I like hers better. Do you? Because she Are she sure? because she doesn't know, <laughs> no. It says she knew, but she doesn't really know yet what happened. And the way I was going to rephrase it kind of implies that she's gotten the information already when really she just suspects. What happens is there's been like a bunch of mis- like a bunch of people who've gone into the forest, have been killed and found basically mauled by some animal and nobody knows what <laughs> did it. So she knows that he's probably been lost to this animal, but not for sure yet. And the way I was going to phrase it made it sound like she already knew for sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I yeah. like your I no, like your phrasing better because it still shows that it's a suspicion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh then that last part of that sentence, and she didn't want to be the um one to see it. Uh now, I think this is fine, um, but this is also one of those situations where you might be able to plug in some world building to help kind of involve the reader a little bit more because more world building is better in a fantasy like that. Um, is there somebody that 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 might get there first? Like if, if we're talking about this book, is there like someone maybe that might beat her to see it, like to see what happened to Odieri first? Like she wished maybe the guards were out in the woods and might find it before she did something like that. Is there anything that we can do to spice that up? Even though I don't think it's necessarily. Um, She might
0: wish basically (coughs) she's one of several teachers of this student. um, So she might say she wished one of the other teachers had been sent on the mission.
1: I love, I love that. That that's way more informative to me than she didn't want to be the one to see it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's going to be stuff that's covered earlier, but I think in in it kind of isn't,
0: if I remember correctly.
1: Okay. She wished another teacher had been sent out
0: to check on things to investigate, scout.
1: Ah, (laughs) investigate. Oh. Okay. (laughs) All right. So now we've got. Reynon tucked a lock of her long black hair behind one pointed ear, glancing around.
0: I really don't like furtively. I really don't. Get the hell out of here! (laughs) Like I said, this is a callback. This is a callback to a previous episode. So we're like carrying through the storyline.
1: I'm sick of your shit furtively. Okay. (laughs) It's not as bad as futilely,
0: futilely, which I still (laughs) never looked up how to pronounce if anybody in chat knows how to pronounce futilely futilely type it phonetically so that i know for future reference
1: yeah and tell us what state you're from so we know whether or not that's true
0: tell Tell us where you're from
1: uh her stomach turned thinking of the possibilities of what might have happened to odiri she wished another teacher had been sent out to investigate oh i love it so i love it so much better Okay, so the next paragraph. Uh, a rustling of wings overhead startled her. Okay. It's, I have words to yeah, say. Yeah, it's I- it's
0: not great because yeah. the startled is a little bit telling. Um, I
1: I mean, sure. I mean, you know, sometimes it's got to be easier, though. So, like, I, actually, it wasn't that part of this. It wasn't the show versus telling you that sentence that bothered me. It was the... Uh, A rustling of wings overhead. I don't know. I don't know how to fix that. Oh, my God. What is today? Um, I quit. I quit. This is such an easy one because there's an oven there. So I know it's like rustling wings overhead. Or just a rustling overhead overhead
0: startled her. Or just something rustled overhead. Startled her. I don't even know if we need startled. Just something rustled overhead. Also, by the way, we have heard it is futilely in the chat, spelled F-Y-O-O feudally, and I happen to know that this person is from Kansas, so.
1: Oh. Okay. So we actually have people listening. Oh, shit. Okay. Great. All right, feudally. I said it right last week. Then. You
0: said it right. I wasn't sure.
1: <laughs> Something rustled overhead. Shh. Uh, and then we got a saw, which is... So you don't you don't think that the startle was important?
0: Well, I was going to kind of move it into the next sentence because we have the looking up. So I was going to actually change that somehow show to me.
1: show. Show me what you. Well, would we do. have a
0: suggestion from chat, which is oh. unseen wings rustled overhead. <laughs> she startled in terror. Oh. Uh, you know,
1: I mean. I I kind of like it. I kind of like it too. Um, I yeah, she's just really good at listening to wings, I guess, because I don't. Know I mean, she I is someone who are.
0: like is a tracker in the forest. Like that is her job is to go hunting and tracking in the in the forest. So she would know what wings sound like.
1: So the, the, the she's a um, ranger. Listener
0: said, <laughs> the
1: listener said, and
0: she unseen started. wings rustled overhead. She started in terror. They actually used a semicolon. But I have a personal problem with semicolons, so um, you can make it two sentences or an add and and. I
1: think I like the and. I'm good with and. Sorry, we're, like we are
0: overriding your semicolon.
1: Yes, let's fight. Let's do that.
0: I, <laughs> I knew this person said- in person, so I have to actually <laughs> see her. <laughs> She's going to come at me. Oh. I hear. Wh- I saw what you did to my semicolon.
1: It was me. I was the asshole. Okay. (laughs) Don't do that. Okay. All right. So looking up, she saw that it was only a Nighthawk and felt embarrassed.
0: That is a big, that's, first of all, it's felt. And here's where we can pull out my emotion thesaurus. Uh, Because I do know embarrassed is in here. Because I
1: have to use it. So. I I'm curious how you do this. I'm curious how you use this book as a reference to fix issues like this, because I've never seen this. Yeah, when I
0: come across something like Felt Embarrassed, I'll pull it up. And in this case, um, you have like internal signals. Um, So like, I'm looking here, we've got lightheadedness, a tingling in the back of the neck or a tightening chest. Mm. Um, Or in this case, I almost want to do a physical signal. Um, because we are so like physical in the scene we kind of we haven't had a lot of physicality in the scene yet with the character like interacting so I would actually want to use that and some of these are embarrassed in like more of a less intense situation like feet shuffling but we also have like a flush that creeps across the cheeks so that's possible good one for this Um, cringing or shaking flinching yeah some of these are yeah, I would say some of these are more like Winching fiddling with like fiddling with something which are more like a long term embarrassment like you're in front of a class but you can still use this to go through and it's like a full page so we've got coughing, pulling at the collar, rubbing at the back of the neck, wincing um, so there's a lot to pick from here if you tend to use the same emotions over and over like I do I should basically <laughs> bookmark the desire page with a flag <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm thinking. It's one of those you know situations where you have to think because like, my brain is in editing mode, so now it's like seeing... Well, okay, and here's so the other thing, is we up, do
0: have that she already started in terror. So, we don't kind of want to use flinched because she you know, she already startled and then you don't want her to flinch again. So, I kind of like the flush creeping up the cheeks, or she felt flushed, or she, you know, her
1: Like, um, she, uh, ooh, fuck. See, this is why everybody hates editing. They don't know how to fix yeah. this. Yeah. Well, that's fix- part
0: of the reason we're doing this is to kind of show. Okay. How editing really goes. Like, <laughs> this is what you yeah, do. You exactly. go, maybe like, this, no, maybe that. Um, so just, but I also want to get just, rid of the she saw. I would actually change it to like a bit of internal dialogue, like only a nighthawk. And Almost instead of flushed, have her like roll her eyes at herself, or something okay. like.
1: I, li- I like the rolling of the eyes because that indicates kind of like embarrassment a little bit. Um, also, it's like I a
0: self-deprecation the- embarrassment.
1: Yeah, and as far as far as order goes, um, I think that although I would love to keep unseen wings because it's very um, pretty. I think just leaving it something rustled overhead and she started in terror would make more sense for the next sentence because then she's looking up and realizing, oh, it's just a bird. Like, So if you already say it's wings uh, coming into the paragraph, you kind of lose that, I feel like. Am I crazy? No, that
0: makes sense. Um, We do also have another good suggestion from chat, which is, in this case, get a grip on yourself to use like a line of dialogue of her talking to herself Okay. to like to do that eye rolling in dialogue
1: okay or you might just
0: even put in dialogue like just well I was gonna say I was gonna say I don't even know we need to say she looked up because we know that the the wings are rustling overhead so just to put like only a nighthawk period which I know is a fragment but I like using fragments Um, and then like a bit of dialogue, like get a grip, which is a little modern, but we, you know, <laughs> whatever. You
1: you want to put only a Nighthawk right here, like something rustled overhead and she started in terror only a oh, uh, it just feels disjointed to me to go from that to only a Nighthawk.
0: Well, I was going to put it as like uh, an internal thought. Do it. What? Like, why don't you show? So you- I can't show you because if I switch windows, bad oh. things will happen. Okay. So I was going to okay, change so it to only a, a nighthawk night night. in italics as a thought.
1: Okay. So we got only a nighthawk in thought, and then and then have her say a little bit of
0: dialogue, like "Get a hold of yourself" or oh, something like that. Show. And I would oh, I would okay. remove the back to the task at hand and change that to the like "Get a hold of yourself" because that's her getting back into the task.
1: Okay. Do you think she'd call herself by name?
0: <laughs> she might. Yeah. I actually don't remember the story oh, very well, so I don't rated. remember the character. Jeez.
1: Okay. Jeez.
0: <laughs> we can Jeez. leave that here.
1: Jeez. I'm gonna. It's gonna stay. Uh. So something T- rustled over Holy shit, and she dude. started in care. Only a night hawk. Huh? Get a hold of yourself, Raiden. Jeez. <laughs> okay. That's working for me. Okay, that says a lot. That's yeah. now it is, Now it's showing. Okay, back to the task at hand, she told herself, kneeling down. I like that. Do you agree? Yeah, I that, think that's, that's fine. fine. Okay. In the moonlight, she could pick up O'Deary's trail again. It was difficult since he had been one of her better students. And that
0: is a telly thing, but that's in the exposition category of it was difficult. He had been one of her better students we could probably show it by saying like the symbols were faint um or something like odiri's skill made it hard to track well that's still a little bit telly
1: yeah i would basically what you're stuck with in a situation like this is finding something like what would odiri do in this situation that would make it difficult so like is he you know, is he not scattering leaves when he walks? Is he not leaving prints? Is he like what? Yeah, what is it if about we're in the this?
0: forest, I would say maybe you know he hadn't disturbed the trees or bushes or branches or whatever, um, or his footsteps were faint or something like that.
1: The trees and ground were undisturbed. And let's, hmm. Back to the task at hand, she told herself, kneeling down. And in the moonlight, she could pick up Ordeary's trail again. The trees and ground were undisturbed.
0: I would put, but something, like, gave her a clue. Like, I don't know what.
1: Typical since he had been one of her better students.
0: I like that, because it is exposition, but you're adding, like, commentary to it, <laughs> so it's giving it personality. Right. And
1: she's kind of she's kind of been mouthy so far, yeah. so I think...
0: And we want yeah. to leave that, yeah, I think- because I actually like the next sentence. <laughs> that may be one of my darlings. I'm curious to see what you say, but I kind of like it.
1: Okay, so you like the sentence, uh, the next sentence, uh, which is she fought back hot tears when she realized she was already thinking in past tense. And I'm
0: not saying it can't be rephrased, but I like the sentiment behind it of the oh shit, I'm thinking in past tense.
1: I I like that. The only part I don't like about it is the word hot because tears haven't come yet. So how would she know? That's fair. That is (laughs) valid. How would she know? She
0: doesn't know 100% valid. She
1: doesn't know anything. Okay. Um, yeah so that paragraph now um, looks like uh, back to the task at hand she told herself kneeling down in the moonlight she could pick up O'Deary's trail again the trees and ground were undisturbed typical since he had been one of her better students she fought back tears when she realized she was already thinking in past tense so basically all that's missing here in this paragraph is something is is a show of what what it is that she did find to pick up his trail again because it said that she could pick it up again in Mm. the moonlight but why the trees and ground are undisturbed what the hell what the hell does she know like how's she figuring this out i want to know uh
0: maybe does she smell fun Yeah, she could i mean she is like an elf so she could smell it it
1: smell him she smell like like
0: pizza <laughs> sure for our purposes today he smells like pizza oh someone says a piece she of thread not. caught on the tree bark she, okay
1: okay she, okay hold on now i i really want to use pizza yeah now, i kind of like pizza now the, smell the pizza in the air <laughs> Okay, hold on. I'm gonna read this all out loud once I've got it all typed. What here. do elves
0: eat on their pizza? That'll be the question while we while you're typing. Kale.
1: Probably kale. Probably
0: kale. Some berries. Uh bush
1: uh, a branch from a a bush branch. He's <laughs> we- not even watching me type this right now. It's like like, okay, to, so a, to okay.
0: eliminate our sensory words, we have the she could smell. We have another suggestion from chat, which is the it's faint terrible. smell of mozzarella drifted through her nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my god. Oh, the, the faint scent of mozzarella. What's in here? Um, I don't know how
0: to spell I think I that's right. Spell. But yeah, faint needs an A. But I think that's right for mozzarella.
1: <laughs> okay. It's on the air. In the air? In the air. And a loose thread, uh, was... Hung wait, from a, a, hung,
0: hung from a branch,
1: or... Uh... Uh yeah sure was tang Oh, oh
0: I wow. like was tangled <laughs> in
1: a branch. A loose thread was tangled in a nearby branch. Okay. Okay. So um uh, yeah okay, i like the ground was dist- undisturbed
0: because yeah then the trees
1: are kind of a little bit disturbed yeah, let's take the tree out of the next sentence then because the tree is disturbed yeah. by the damn loose thread okay so let's read this now and see how much sense it makes
0: we could actually also put um a loose add a color thread because this is like a school a with like students so they probably have like a uniform so we can pick a color i don't know what it would have been a but loose, like magenta thread. Okay. <laughs>
1: Good for hunting All in the right. forest, yes.
0: While you okay, smell like so pizza.
1: Frickin' paragraph now, okay. okay? Back to the task at hand, she told herself, kneeling down. In the moonlight, she could pick up O'Deary's trail again. The faint scent of mozzarella was in the air, and a loose magenta thread was tangled in a nearby branch. Uh, Huckleberry branch. Like, yeah, give
0: us a little I detail. Don't
1: Huckleberry, I don't okay, Yeah, but, like I feel like I don't know what kind of branch we're talking about here. The ground was undisturbed, typical, since he had been one of her better students. She fought back tears when she realized she was already thinking in past tense. I like it. It's much better. I'm going to eat raspberry bush because everybody knows what a raspberry is. Okay.
0: Huckleberries are delicious. Next thing. Oh, wait.
1: I love them.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, was that what we had? Was that huckleberry stuff we had when oh, I was yeah. you, you? You
1: came over to my house? We were, we were eating hucklebobs all okay, day long. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Hucklebobs was great. Okay. Perfect. Next paragraph last paragraph. Walking silently through the soft moss and grass, she followed the trail deeper into the forest. Do we like that? I actually
0: kind of have the dramatic, brutal suggestion to cut both of these first sentences and revise the the last bit.
1: Um Okay, so the second sentence you want to cut is the next one, which is she found it sad that she used to walk these woodlands without fear. Yeah. So you want to
0: cut both of those. I would cut both of those and kind of work the she used to walk these woodlands without fear, kind of that sentiment into this next bit where she maybe even just cut the up to the the, she found it sad that and just change it to she used to walk these woodlands without fear. Now her heart pounded in her ears with every step. And I would then cut the each rustle in the bushes. I kind of want this whole last this whole last paragraph is telling she is
1: scared. So okay. I kind of feel so, like. Let me um, finish reading okay. this paragraph um, for the listeners. Um, those who can't okay. see it, on um, the rest of the paragraph is now her heart pounded in her ears with every step. <clears throat> each rustle in the bushes brought that fear to the foreground of her thoughts. Um, And you want to remove the first sentence, which is, walking silently through the soft moss and grass, you follow the trail deeper into the forest. I mean, we already know uh, she's following the trail. Yeah, um, I think that you could just, you could cut that if you want to, like, um, instead put in, like, maybe... The point is that no, she found she it like... sad
0: is telling. That's our show versus tell moment in this
1: paragraph, really. Yeah. Um, what? A, what about something like um, she? She let's say cont- uh, moving along. Um, why don't we just move the fought back tears um, to the next paragraph and say um, moving a, moving along? She fought back tears realizing she was already thinking in past tense continue like and then she continues to try to ignore it um her pound her heart keeps pounding in her ears every step and then each the, the rustle in the bushes brought that fear to the foreground of her thoughts that way you could cut that those two sentences and you wouldn't lose any
0: i like most of that um. but i want to tackle the last sentence again
1: okay but we'll so do the rest of it <laughs> okay let's let let's this is this is taking a second. Yeah. This is it is hard to edit with a, <laughs> with a with a headphone in your ear. Okay. This is very um weird. Okay. She she uh, she continued on fighting back tears realizing she was already thinking in past tense. Okay. So now we have got her walking. Um. then what do we want to do with this one? Her heart pounded in her ears with every step. Yeah,
0: I don't know if we need to have the now, but I don't like no. this one because this one is without really using any of our keywords saying like each rustle in the Bushes brought I don't like that here because we've kind of rearranged. So we have each, her heart pounded in her ears with every step. And each rustle in the bushes brought that fear to the foreground of her
1: thoughts. Why doesn't Why don't we just change that to reminded her of a worst case scenario?
0: Yeah, because something about the bringing that fear to the foreground of her thoughts feels telly to me. Because you're like, oh, she's scared. But either that or we can
1: use my book again. Um, yeah, mine's a little bit telly too. And just, you know, to, talk, to explain what's happening let's here. Let's see. Fear. So... I just changed Avery's into um, her thought. I changed her thoughts from reminding her of the worst case scenario. But that's also that's also kind of telling because, like, we're just, I sh- like, you know. Sorry,
0: I'm reading. I'm, I'm looking up the emotion thesaurus. And one of the internal sensations is a loosening of the bladder. So I was just like, and she pissed herself. But the- <laughs>
1: But, and, pizza. and now she smells and like she pizza
0: does. and pee Um like
1: everything in the woods is going awry. And there's pizza and pee and there's probably we have um hair lifting something. on
0: the nape of the neck and the arms. Might be a good one. Uh
1: um. Clammy hands. Uh, okay. So uh uh, so you're saying that and each Russell in the bushes made her piss or
0: something? <laughs> made her I was say like made the hair pizza. made the hair lift on her on arms. Her, yeah, the hairs on her arms yeah. lift or her hairs on her arms raise or something like that. Raise the hairs on her arms. Ooh, I like prickle. Yeah? yeah.
1: Okay, I, I thought that maybe it sounded too much like pickle and <laughs> I was thinking
0: about pizza. <laughs> I, I don't know. Hamburger pizza. <laughs>
1: hamburger pizza we also have another comment
0: from chat that is pizza when we were talking about her pissing herself (laughs) this is this is my friend that um we always have an argument over puns uh my friend loves puns i am not a fan so this particular friend likes to use them a lot around me just to watch me go uh
1: awesome well should we go ahead and just read Yeah, let's this read this now? and then we'll yeah. do word count i don't I think we like cut that people. many words we we cut it's down to 147 now oh, okay you know i i think that my issue with this when i read it through is going to be like not enough pizza sensory i'm gonna we might gonna add in some pizza in, sensory not gonna be, i might need to add more about pizza smells like i'm feeling very attached to that right now maybe even at, at the, the very
0: beginning so we're like uh, what's the word foreshadowing yeah. the pizza
1: yeah like ah, oh, man we'll we'll read it and we'll find yeah we'll find a spot, spot to forest. add in some pizza you gotta find you man gotta I, find I really
0: want pizza spot. now. <laughs> <laughs> oh we have frozen pizza <laughs> maybe i'll eat that for dinner <laughs> are
1: right, there mushrooms so. in
0: the forest she could pick them for the pizza came from the chat <laughs> but we're we're smelling the existing pizza we're not making new Wait, pizza
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna add this in and and then i'll read it with the added in so the listeners that don't see this won't know when i'm typing until i read it but hold on uh, actually while
0: you're typing it. that can i make a note of a, a separate not show versus tell note about this first sentence that is a personal pet peeve because i've had sorry by the way it is like raining or hailing here very hard so if you hear weird like thunk 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 noises I am sorry that is my chimney <laughs> uh, but anyways another personal pet peeve about this first sentence is the long black hair tucking it behind an ear
1: <clears throat> so much
0: because I don't mind the tucking the hair behind an ear that's like a nervous tick and it shows that but the long black hair is one of those things that starts to stand out to me now because oh yeah. that's it's a
1: Your readers should already know that. They should know it, or
0: it's not important in this scene. And it's distracting from the action here uh, because it's, like, pointing out... It's pointing out something that's not important to the scene, and it comes across as very, like, my name is Ebony Dementia Raven Wave, whatever, and I have long (laughs) black hair with purple tips. And it's just starting as this is like the first not prologue chapter so starting off with like by the way my hair is black is <clears throat> it? it's just a a thing that bugs me now
1: <laughs> oh no it bugs me too and i'm mm-hmm. glad you i think the it. pointed ear like,
0: is fine because it shows that we're dealing with elves which is out of the ordinary uh from like
1: right
0: normal and elves with black hair
1: the- <laughs> are super like that's that's She's so intense. edgy. Like, this isn't a blonde elf. This is a black hair elf. This is this is, a... this is not some legalized shit. I've modified it. I've modified it and included more pizza. Okay, sensory. read through with I new pizza. It... Okay, I'm gonna do this now. Here we go. Raynald tucked a lock of her hair behind one pointed ear, glancing around, lifting her nose, hopefully searching for the savory scent of pizza <laughs> in there. Curse. Her... <laughs> Her stomach turned, thinking of the possibilities of what might have happened to O'Deary. She wished another teacher had been sent out to investigate. Something rustled overhead, and she started in terror. Only a night hawk. Get a hold of yourself, Raiden. Jeez. Back to the task at hand, she told herself, kneeling down. In the moonlight, she could pick up O'Deary's trail again. The faint scent of mozzarella was hot in the air. Ooh, I'm I mean, adding that <laughs> word. Hot in And a loose magenta thread was tangled in a nearby raspberry branch. Okay, now I hate that. I don't like raspberry. The ground was undisturbed, typical, since he had been one of her better students. She continued on, fighting back tears, realizing she was already thinking in past tense. Her heart pounded in her ear. Ooh. Her heart pounded with every step, and each rustle in the bushes made the hairs on her arms prickle arm pairs prickle. Let's do that. I, I like it. And the and the pizza sensory <laughs> details are really drawing me in. Like, and that's the, am I right? Yeah, that's
0: the point is we're adding more <laughs> things that immerse you in the scene rather than yeah. just like explaining the scene to you, which is the point of show versus tell is for the reader to feel like you are in the scene instead of being told the scene. Uh,
1: right. And I don't know about any of any of you other people but I definitely feel this scene a lot more now that there are sensory things like the pizza as funny as it may be um, yeah I think it's better
0: yeah I like it <laughs> someone posted Sorry for no it's okay someone posted I really like the implied possibility that some nefarious forest dweller has turned Odiri into a pizza topping <laughs> R.I.P. Odiri he is now pizza
1: yes well i'm proud of this we cut 20 words yeah
0: and in this case not this one wasn't about cutting words the words that we have are now much stronger and tighter and they feel more immediate um you don't feel as distanced which is kind of what i was talking about so that kind of that it's just a much stronger
1: and in fewer words, yeah. too. Like, that's always that's always important. Also, we added a lot of detail about the pizza, and we're still down 20 words, which is great. Yeah.
0: By the way, this is, this is... just a heads up, we're going to chat a little bit longer. But if you <coughs> have questions, please post them in the chat now, and we will answer them in a minute. Um, so that gives you a chance to type while we finish. But yeah, that's, that's basically is the whole point of show versus tell is when you tell, you're putting, like, a barrier between... The protagonist and the reader like it's a lens that you're filtering through and you kind of want to remove that lens so people don't notice it and they they live through the character's eyes so that's really the whole point of show versus tell um and so that's really like <coughs> why why you want to do it and that's what you got to keep in mind because occasionally you're still going to want to tell some stuff. Um, one of the things that I worry about people going the other way is people take it too too intensely to heart that you have to show and not tell. And so there are points in the story where they should summarize and they don't.
1: That's real. They show That's
0: super real. every action that happens <laughs> instead of being like, he told like, the story.
1: No, It's like, please stop. Stop doing <laughs> what you're doing. Don't explain everything. I don't want to know.
0: Yeah, sometimes you just you sometimes you do need to tell. Um, but it's about kind of just a judgment call of knowing when and where to do that.
1: Um, yeah,
0: ask us questions, people.
1: And also, you know, I would like to say that, uh, oh, frick, there goes that thought. Uh Oh, there it goes. It's gone. No! It's just gone. Just like that. Like there, there it went. Oh, damn. No. You know, I, it was probably really I know. Too. That like, was probably have like. I would walked out of here. Like, it would have caused everybody to reach critical mass. That was the brilliant. Now it's
0: a it's like the equivalent of like the Bill and Ted song that will change the universe. It was the thought that was going to change the universe and humanity forever. And now we will never know.
1: It's just a fart in the wind now. I, <laughs> I don't know where it went, guys.
0: Well, okay. Were there any questions? I'm not seeing any questions so what? i know ask us ask us what our favorite pizza toppings are i don't care ask us things i eat
1: anchovies i i probably few people that doesn't i have actually
0: never had anchovies i would try them
1: they're salty
0: they're, they're salty um i i am one of the heathens who loves pineapple so deal with it yeah, <laughs> will these tips girl. work with apa style smart ass <laughs> I I can call you that because I know you. Um, (laughs) What about Chicago Manual of Style? Which, by the way, I have sitting over there uh, because I wanted to look up the Chicago Manual of Style for uh, some other stuff that we're going to look up in future podcasts. Uh, I have two papers due next week. Okay, that's fair. Um, You can... Translate our tips on pizza into APA style and add in pizza into your papers. Um, (laughs) And then when your professors ask about it, be like, well, my friends told me to.
1: I kind of feel like if you're writing an informative essay, it should all be telling. I mean, this is, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's what you're doing with an essay, right? You're telling somebody something. That's why essays are boring, right? (laughs)
0: Okay. Oh, we've got a good one. (laughs) And this one comes from um, our mutual friend who also likes elves. Um, Name five pet peeves in writing parentheses so I can avoid driving you crazy in the future.
1: Oh, you mean for... Oh. Okay, so I know one of mine right off the bat is I hate it when people um, tell me how their feet are walking across the floor. So... Like if someone's like, like, someone carried their feet across the floor. No, no, no. Like, it's their no feet carried shit. them
0: across the floor. I know this because I have done it, and
1: you pointed it out. And, you have done it and <laughs> Renee has done it, and I like like are you know every time I beta read for one of my friends, their feet go carrying the person across the floor, and I'm just like, guys, we don't need this. Like, <laughs> I love you though.
0: Um. <laughs> I hope
1: you don't feel too called out, Avery. (laughs) No, that's
0: okay. I totally do it. It's fine. Um, Yeah, we can kind of go back and forth. Number one for me, this isn't necessarily the number one pet peeve, but it's the first one that came to mind because we kind of talked about it, is the like first chapter that really obviously mentions hair and eye color. And I know this because I have done it as well. Um, And it's like every character is like, this is what their hair looks like. This is what their eyes look like. Because that's like the default description that you first like learn to use. So I want something more interesting if you're going to describe a character. And if you're talking about the main character, I don't think about what color my hair or eyes are.
1: You know, Avery... If I had a I had a section like that in the last book beta book you beta read for me in the very first chapter. I've okay, said it's because your characters and I sent that to agents. your characters that. aren't human,
0: so it's so. pointing out something unique and interesting about it's world building as well as so it didn't stick out to me if your character is a human and it's like. Like this thing where it's like, I tuck my red hair behind an ear. It's like, nobody thinks about that. But you also described it in a way where it was pertinent to the story. Because you talked about the hazel eyes being like the family curse.
1: See, I'm really glad that you think so. Because I definitely had someone read that like a month ago and be like, you did the thing. You did the thing where you had a character look in the mirror and see their like dark locks of hair. And they're like, you know, woe is me. Like, I am the... I am the sadness. I am
0: the Batman. <laughs> like I No, I really like the fact that the hazel <laughs> eyes were like, you, you, in your story, the characters linked the hazel eyes to the family curse of dementia. And so you get that they have hazel eyes, but it's because the character is going, oh shit, I have hazel eyes. I'm going to go, like, I'm going to lose my mind eventually. So okay. it didn't come across ah. as like, by the way, my eyes are hazel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Because that one, that, the person called me out on the character looking in the mirror, and I was just like, Avery didn't tell me about that. She's a bad friend.
0: Like, <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, okay, so another. We'll probably just do three because five is a lot. But I'll have you do another peeve. Yeah i i,
1: I was I was just gonna say five between us. Okay, we can do
0: five can, between us. Like, that'll work.
1: Yeah, I, hint. One of I your
0: other ones is probably masquerade balls.
1: Yeah, I like which is fine because i, think, I love them but, but see that that's a personal bias yeah. you know i can't really say don't put any masquerades in your book um but uh what i don't like uh is when my beta readers aren't honest with me when they find something that needs to be fixed they ought to freaking tell me because i have to send that thing out to adults <laughs> and then adults read it. And then I am in a world of trouble. Well,
0: you know me, you know, I will, if I see it, I'm going to tell you about it. I don't always see everything, but if I see it, I will tell you. Uh, I just had a pet peeve and then I just forgot it. Damn it. Oh, it's the she's not like other girls. Anytime somebody points out in a story that your character is different than everybody else. It's okay. Here's the reasoning behind it. If everybody's like, oh, This actually came up in like a critique group recently where someone actually told the main character, hey, all of the other people who are like in this group are like this, but you're not. And I'm like, that's never the case. It's never everybody is like X because people are so varied that there's going to be some people in that group who have been open-minded or outspoken or have eaten hamburgers and not just salads and there's always (laughs) gonna be plenty of girls that don't like makeup so being like oh wow you're the only girl ever who isn't into makeup wow it's like it just i'm like really you're the only one ever 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 so that one's a big pet peeve for me because i'm like people are people contain
1: multitudes yeah okay and last ellie i think that uh one of my biggest pet peeves is when one paragraph does like when you're writing isn't doing more than one thing and i think this is probably going to be something we cover later mm-hmm. um but every sentence you write should be doing more than one thing if it's a detail like for instance looking in the mirror at hazel eyes it should be doing something else for the book too. If it's only going into the hazel eyes just to to detail the hazel eyes, then it probably shouldn't be there. But if there is another reason, for instance, like, you know, it's a family curse, that's important. So that one sentence does that one thing. So every sentence you write when you're editing, you should look at a sentence and, and ask, is this sentence doing more than one thing? And if it's not, um, cut it or fix it. Um, cause it's probably not right. I, I don't think that I've, you know, unless it's like one of those sentences, like, you know, geez, for instance, you know, where it's just like a thought, a quick thought, those are fine. But like, if it's a, if it's a descriptive sentence or, you know, most sentences should be doing more than one thing, make it happen. That's my last thought on that.
0: Does that bring us up to five? I lost count. <clears throat>
1: Because yes it boom. does okay as a matter of fact yes it does. that was our last unless question unless anybody
0: has any very last minute ones but we are hitting <clears> about <throat> our hour so that's about our time so um uh, <laughs> some of the people in chat lost count too so i'm glad you were keeping track um yeah so yeah we're just kind of going go into our final notes um which is that i'll have you do the notes about the next episode
1: oh Yeah, our next episode is going to be June twenty fifth, And the topic is going to be a viewer submitted request on how to set a scene. Um, We're going to be doing that at 730 Eastern Time uh, live, or you can check out the audio version afterward. And we're going to try to get better at uh, making sure that these are listenable. Like we're still learning. We're, We're very new at this. So and I'm going to try to not be so slow up front because I think this I think today I was like I was coming out of a portfolio review so it's been very like slow um yeah yeah.
0: um and yeah you can find everything you need about us at our website which is anditswriting.com um a and d not the ampersand sign um you can also look us up on Spotify iTunes Google Podcasts or any podcatcher app where you listen um we should be pretty much everywhere Um, if you did enjoy this episode we'd really enjoy it if you left us a review on itunes it really helps the algorithm on itunes so that other people can find us in the future Um, we'd like to thank you very much for joining us Um, you can also email us any questions for our next episode about setting a scene and we can answer those live on air if you can't make the episode and yeah we just thank you very very much for participating it was a lot of fun i really appreciate you guys being here Thanks, guys. Thank you. And we'll see you in two weeks.